The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Chad, do you hear that echo? Echo. Echo. Okay. Yeah, I got an echo too. Wait, it went echo? away. Okay, good. You're clear. All right, I love it. So what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Uh, just to let you know, our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Serego, is not going to be with us today. She's out on an audition. Audition, not audition. Audition. Let's hope so we got Shazam it. here instead. What's up, Shazam? She's up for a major Woo. role with a major motion picture being filmed in Philadelphia. There you go. So anyway, she's not going to be with us uh, today, but we're going to have a fantastic show, and we want to like welcome everybody. Before we get started, uh, let me like introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Step out of my way. Fasten He's your feeling better belt. today. Whoa. It's going to be a bumpy show. I feel better. You know, my tooth has been tended to that have the toothache. My knee is getting so much better. I can walk on it with very little pain. My spirit's back. My wildness is back. My insanity is back. I'm Yay! back. I'm out to crucify everybody today that gets in my way. So don't fuck with me, fellas. There as, you go. As Joan Crawford said. So, and, and mommy dearest. So what's up, Chad, too? We got Chad, Mr. Murphy, the man behind the boards. His insanity is back. When did it ever go away? Well, it, it was, it's just it, going to be worse. It was, it was dimmed for a while. Oh, dimmed. Pain, pain uh, dimmed it. Now it's back there, Chatty. Watch it. You're hey. number one on my list. Oh, I'm yeah. number one. Uh oh. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Hello, chat room. We got a great show today. What's up, chat room? Let's give a shout out. Hello, guest rebel Tristan, whose birthday is a star. Cindy Lady Lake. We want to wish a very happy birthday to Daddy Muir from the Daddy Muir Show. Thursdays, 2 p.m. on W4CY. Uh, we got author Jane Yates in the in the uh, house. Uh, guest Jessica, I'm not sure who that is. We got Irish Ginger, everybody in the chat room. Thank you so much for being there. And we got a great show today. We got actor Tommy Walker coming on and singer Matt Davis. It's going to be a blast, and they'll be calling in shortly. But before that, what's going on, Mr. Russell? First of all, <laughs> <laughs> who's that guy that comes on my Facebook called Colin something? What's his name? He's in our chat room all the time. Oh, Douglas Coleman. Dan Douglas Coleman. Okay, you're first to be assassinated on the show. <laughs> Uh-oh. What makes you think that I look like Agnes Moorhead in drag as the Ole? What the hell was her name? Uh, the mother. <laughs> the mother on uh, Bewitched. Yeah, her, mother. Her, her name was Agnes Moorhead, the actress, but she was, what was her name? I don't know, Bewitched. She had a name. I don't what, know. Anyway, Andorra. Andorra. 
Now, <laughs> listen, I went from, I mean, I, that's a big fall from Jane Russell 30 years ago to Endora now. I mean, it's time to hang up my, my panties and bra, right? <laughs> Except I never wore panties or a bra. I wore a bathing suit and a special apparatus to jack up my cleavage. But anyway, that wasn't nice to put that on Facebook. You made Danae's day. Liz Lauren loved it. She said, ooh, how beautiful. Uh, one, one person says Endora. The other person says Minerva. Stefan, what's up, Stefan? No, it was Endora. It was Endora? Endora. Okay. Yes, definitely Endora. Anyway, that's my first bitch of the day. My second bitch is I love Roku. And you must get Roku so you can see our television show. But now I'm addicted to Roku because we got Pac-Man on it and Mahjong <laughs> and a bunch of games. The only thing is the little stupid thing they give you to change the, you know, the, 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 the media of whatever it is is so tiny that when you play Pac-Man and you hit the button on the right, it doesn't go. And you lose all the time. And I'm a great Pac-Man player. I've spent many a day in, you know, in bars playing Pac-Man. Anyway, Roku, listen to me and get us, give us an, a throttle, some kind of a thing to play the game with. Other else, otherwise, other else, <laughs> other else. Otherwise, you're not a very good company. There we go. We also want to give a shout out to Dave Davis from the Independent Share. And we also got Dave, who stars now UK in the UK. We want to say hello to Stefan and Tina. And Stefan says you look more like, oh, now I lost it. Something about like a Sophia Loren sister. Yeah, no, I look like an old lady. <laughs> I look like an old Italian lady that should be laid out in a coffin. Because, Sophia Loren's tall sister, it says. Right. Well, Sophia's not that much shorter than me. Uh, anyway, uh, that gown was made deliberately to look like a Gumata Jenny kind of gown because when Danae and Gumata Jenny, nobody well, knows what that is. Well, it's an Italian expression for like the old lady aunt. There you go. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think I look like that. <laughs> And you know, the funny part is I have seen Agnes Moorhead years and years ago when she was doing Bewitched. I saw her in a restaurant and she's quite a homely woman in person with all that jazz on her face. I forgot what I was saying. What was I saying before you so rudely interrupted me, you little dog? I don't know, but let's... Um, anyway, whatever I was saying probably was a lie. That's why you forget it. My mother used to say. There you, you go. If you don't know what you're saying, it's a lie if you don't remember. What's up, everybody? We hope everybody had a good weekend. We had a good weekend. Uh, another shout-out to Cindy Lady Lake. Um, and make sure you guys are following Cindy Lady Lake on Periscope and you're following me on Periscope. Um, I'm going to start Periscoping more. I haven't done it all that much. And Ron hasn't done it yet, but I'm sure eventually he will. Well, you know, it's going to happen when I do it. We're going to get all the crazies. <laughs> I mean, I get them on my Facebook. I mean, the guy that sent his penis in a baseball sock. I mean, really. I mean, I get these nutty guys. I had to cleanse out my Facebook page, my email. I don't even bother going on it anymore because half of it is just some kind of filth. Where? Why do these guys think... They want to say hello to whoever no, guest doctor is, wait, too. Wait, why do these guys that send me all that dirty stuff think that I would respond to it? Actually, that was a, um, the, 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 the penis in the sock thing was an actual fundraiser that every, a whole bunch of people did. And so I know, a whole bunch but of people I was never upset it. with anything in my life like it because whoever took that advertisement that was probably legit added their own lines to the bottom. Uh, well, you get to write yeah. whatever you want well, with yeah. it, but well, it was well, supposed to raise money. Well, you know, it was a cock in a sock. Yeah, well, whatever, whatever he wrote was supposed to get me so horny that I would contact him back. Meanwhile, I deleted him and I reported him. That's how much I was thrilled by his ugly, filthy remarks. You know, sex is a wonderful thing. Don't push it. Let it happen. Oh, no, I became Guest Belva. How did I become Guest Belva? Why do you interrupt me when I'm speaking? I, I, because I just changed. Is that what they do when they raise you in Florida? Is that how they teach Floridians? To well, I'm now guest Belva, you guys, even though it says Jimmy Starr over on the other side. So just so you guys know. Continues to do it. I was raised never to do that. Oh, well. Yeah, but like you don't ever interrupt anybody. I'm Chad, he never interrupts anybody, right? Never. 
Never. I interrupt everybody Ever. because you're all so goddamn boring. I have to cut in and make the show come alive again. You beat a dead horse till it's oh, till it's bones. We want to also say thanks, Jane Yates, for uh, she gave me credit for like introducing her to Periscope because she's been on Periscope yes, a Jane lot. Jane Yates is very nice, and thank you for the uh, Jimmy Star show made out of whatever it was, Marjan plucks, I think. It was really cool. Square dominoes or whatever it was. Thank you. That was very sweet. Very nice. Two movies we saw. Oh, please. I got a headache still from them. We saw The Ant-Man. Nice if you're 10 years old. Great movie. It was so awesome. Yeah, well, that's what I said. Nice <laughs> if you're 10 years old mentally. You didn't let me finish. Mentally. But if you are a grown-up that really enjoys a good story and something interesting, bring your kid, bring your grandchildren, but don't bring yourself. The other film Ant Man, hang on, because I get to say my Ant Man was awesome. Paul Rudd is incredible in it. We went and saw it at a um, an IMAX theater in 3D, and it was totally dope. And anybody who likes any of the Marvel comic stuff is going to love Ant Man. It was awesome. If I were ten years old, I would be thrilled with it, and I'd have a costume. Which, just by the like way, it. too, it's the number one movie of the year. Of course, it is because <laughs> half of America's stupid. We all know that. I mean, want to give Americans credit? It was awesome. Genius? And then we went it's to go half. also see the movie that he wanted to see, which was called Holmes. Which was another dog. Although he, he no, he did a brilliant performance. He was brilliant, and it probably going to get an Oscar for it. His, he really. I mean, you no, know, he's old. And I give him credit for remembering lines because I've turned down movie parts because the script was way too much for me to remember. You know, when you get to be 50 plus, you, you don't remember things. Uh, Ian, Mc, Ian, what is his name? Ian, um, Ian McCollin. Ian McCollin, who I love McCollin, as an actor. Yeah. For years, I've seen him on the screen. Was brilliant. The film was slow, pointless. Sherlock Holmes. I mean, it really, it really didn't happen. Uh, except for his performance, he made the film. But it seemed like it was three hours long, and I kept saying to Jimmy, this film is really long. And he said, no, it's only an hour and 40 minutes. And I thought, Jesus. It was an hour and 45 minutes. An hour and 45 minutes of torture. You oh. know that when you go to the movies, you guys, like it's an hour and 45 minutes to watch the movie, but literally there was like 30 minutes worth of premiums. Which are That's commercials, a- and I think these movie theaters have a lot of nerve. We go to the movies. No, I don't mean that. I mean the yeah, actual I'm previews. I'm going to tell you about the commercials. You open the door for me. Don't slam it. Uh, they have commercials in these movie theaters. But that's before the movie starts. I realize that, James. But it's annoying. We have commercials at home. We go and we pay money to see a movie, not to see commercials. They are really just saturating us with commercials and product. We are So much product is thrown at us every single day that I don't think we even realize what we're looking at. And, and we don't buy it because we've become numb to it. So if these stupid ad men, these mad, these Madison Avenue, you know, advertising guys would realize that you are saturating our brains with a bunch of crap that you're throwing our way that we don't need, we don't want, and we certainly can't afford. I like so the previews, knock though. it off. I like the previews. Previews are good because you always want to know what's coming. But it's almost get, it used to be you'd see like two previews. Now you see like ten. It's almost well, got to be too much. Well, we used to call them the coming attractions. Yeah, the coming attractions. And I like the coming attractions because it tells you what dogs are out there and what nice ones are out there. Anyway, that's it for me bitching today. No more bitching. I'm fine now. I'm good. They say yeah. commercials pay for the theaters like they do for the radios. Yeah, I know that, but commercials shouldn't pay for the theater when you're paying 12 bucks a ticket. I mean, give me a break. And those IMAX theaters, they're like, 20 like 15 bucks or 20 bucks to see one I mean, of those come IMAX. I mean, 40 bucks to go see a movie plus the popcorn. You're spending 60 bucks in that movie theater. We don't need commercials, believe me. Years ago when the movie was a buck and a quarter, then they should have thrown commercials in, but they didn't. So how come back in the 1960s we didn't need commercials in theaters, and now we do? 
That's right. I mean, why? Because they want to use CGS all the time and give us movies that are only exploding and people flying and all this crappy uh, stuff that they're doing. What's up to Bobby from Bobby <laughs> Moss from Moss Brothers is up there. Oh, wait. What, oh, he's showing the Ant-Man commercial. The, you guys, the movie's really good. I mean, if you're a superhero nut... I can't wait to see the toys. I, I like we're gonna oh, go to the I toy mean? store this I weekend. I can't wait to see the toys. He wants to go to the toy <laughs> store to get one. I'm a child, everybody. I got some of the best toys. I bet you somebody in this He's chat room. I bet somebody in this ch chat room collects like action figures or something like that. Yeah, a boy man. Uh, -uh. does anybody collect anything? Man. Chad, do you collect anything? Money. Money. <laughs> good, good for you, Chad. No, but Chad, you play video games, right? I know you do. Yeah, I used to be. I used to be a pretty good gamer, but I don't play that much video games anymore. If I do, I'll bust out the Madden. That's about it. Okay. That doesn't make you a child. You know, they recommend them in nursing. Oh, homes. listen to him. So it's okay to play no, video no, games. No, no, no. Listen to me, you giddy crazy man. Today you're gonna get a beating right on the uh -oh. ear. Right on the ear. They make you eat those sunglasses, those eyeglasses. Uh -oh. Yeah. And the earphones. Earphones go up one place, and the eyeglasses go down another. Yeah. Mm, I'm wild today. Anyway, Wait, what did you say, Chad? I said, get hungry, Jimbo. Oh, okay. There we go. Anyway, what were we what were we talking about? I'm so like wild. Video what games. What talking about? Video games. Video games. They recommend them in nursing homes because if the elderly do the video games, it exercises their brains. So if you are a video game player from young, your brain will be stimulated older. You won't. It's maybe not cause Alzheimer's. Why can't I speak today? <laughs> I should get a video game. But anyway, um, video games are good. They stimulate the brain. Anyway, I love it. But that movie last night was fabulous. The CGI was incredible. I mean, my God, what they do We now. also, though, you, tell them about, because last week, you guys, we also went and saw two movies. We saw um, Ted 2, which is freaking hilarious. I don't care. It got bad ratings, but it was incre incredibly, like, filthy and disgusting, and it was absolutely hilarious. And uh, then we I saw. I thought it was beating a dead horse. It's been done. It was seen. We were shocked with the, with the teddy bear being filthy-mouthed, worse than me. And uh, it was okay. I mean, it was I, hilarious. I had a chuckle every now and then. But, you know, it's sad that profanity has become the new way of expressing It comedy. was hilarious. It, I thought anybody who liked the first Ted, you're going to love the second Ted. It's hilarious. And then we went and saw San Andreas, which was a good movie, and the special effects were awesome. Makes you want to live in L.A. Yeah, right. I mean, San Francisco. Absolutely. <laughs> After seeing this film, you can't wait to sell your house, pack your furniture, and move to San Francisco. But it was a good. It was good. It was a good movie. It was excellent. Again, CGI. What they are doing today in the world of film with the effects is absolutely incredible. I mean, it, it amazes me, and I know mostly what they do for effects. Of years ago, I've been I've been exposed to it, and we thought that was a big deal, you know, stop motion and things like that. But now the CGI is just—I I can't imagine where they're going to go with it now because it's in three dimension, and the sound was fabulous. It's really wonderful. I wish they'd put it to a good movie, not only to these blow-up, crazy, crashing, uh, five thousand people killing each other movies. Put it in a good one. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. What what would be a good one? I don't know. There's a million writers out there with gorgeous scripts, but they don't want them because they say they're not going to sell. What do you mean they're not going to sell? This is a fabulous script. With but look at like Holmes. Way. Holmes. You're interrupting again. Ooh, ooh, so, ooh. But look at the Holmes movie. Look at all the movies you like a lot. They don't do well. They always get Academy Award nominations, but nobody goes to see them. Actually, you're wrong. The film that I didn't care for is getting rave reviews, and it's number one box office movie right now with the older folks. Which is what? The, the movie with, what's the in? Oh. Got gorgeous reviews, got fabulous reviews. 
It got great reviews, but not a lot. It didn't do a whole lot because there's only like ten people in the theater. There's only ten people left on Earth, uh, and this. <laughs> but the rest of them all did, you know. Oh, well, I think we got a caller. Oh, hello, Tommy. Are you there? I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but I can't see you. Can you hit the mm -hmm. video button? Yeah, I did. Uh, uh oh, what are you calling us on? Uh, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. There we go. We got it now. Hold on. Talk about being understaffed. Okay, hold on. Got it. Here we go. There you are. Yeah, now right. we have to make him brighter. Is that us? Bend the monitor. Do something with the monitor. There yeah. we go. Here he is. Hey. Right. Look at you. Look at so you in your glory. Welcoming to the Jimmy Star Show, Mr. Tommy Walker. Hello and welcome. Yay. Hey, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. Started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-star, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi. Hi, now, Ron. Now, do you think you have sexy shoulders? That's why you're showing them? Oh, no, I don't know. What do you think? Um, <laughs> no, we got Actually, everybody in the uh, chat room saying how cute you are, so right. yeah, probably. <laughs> let's, ask, let's ask all the ladies and the gay guys in the, in the chat room, what do you think about Tommy's shoulders? There you my go. Shoulders, right? everybody, yes. Actually, they all love them. They're saying good evening. And how cute <laughs> you are and how there fabulous. So we got a chat room full of people. Say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody in the chat room. I'm Tommy. How are you? And uh, we also got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Tommy Walker, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, Chad. Those are some broad shoulders. <laughs> I'm leaning forward, in all fairness. <laughs> I'm, I'm just leaning. With you. There you go. <laughs> That's why he's wearing the shell shirt. So first of all, we, since we're, we're actually like broadcasting from Florida, but we're out of Bucks County, and you're an actual Bucks County native, we want to like say hello, Bucks County, to Bucks County, even though now you're a New Yorker. <laughs> right. Yes, I am. Hello, Bucks County. I miss you. Yeah, there Whoa. you go. He's a, he's a New Yorker, and now stuck he's in, in Bucks County. Stuck in Bucks County. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you know, so bad, Ron. I love Loving, you know, we're moving. We're moving back to the West Coast because things are happening now with our show, with producers and studios. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. I guess we're becoming more popular, or we're going to be really a class act show now. Probably will <laughs> really? stay. What? Oh, once Hollywood trims us up and cleans us up, we'll be a crappy show. <laughs> okay, all right, that sounds good. The way we are now, you know that as an actor, right? When you go into do a scene and you have it in your head and it's fabulous, you've done it in the mirror 20 times and you know you're going to knock them dead. And then the director said, oh, no, <laughs> nothing oh, yeah. I wanted, nothing like that. And you yeah, it, it, it kind of shocks your system. Huh? It yeah. kind of shocks your system and you're like, all right, now I've got to try Don't you want to something else. The director? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not not I, so much. He's a working actor. He has to be careful. No, he's yeah, a like, working actor too. When they want a hundred-year-old man to die on the screen, <laughs> but uh, I, I've had directors in my day say, you know, it's overkill, and I'd say, fuck you, overkill. I'm supposed <laughs> to be a wild person that's angry. This is how I get angry in the real world: screaming, hey, and yelling, and putting your head to the wall. Huh? You're just being yourself, Ron. Yeah, but they don't want it. Today, <laughs> the directors today they want you just to stand there and, and get cut. Actually, Sliced. Actually, though, up. hold on, because like not with him. First of all, you just yes. came back from London, right? I just got back. Yes, was it yesterday? No, the day before yesterday. Yeah. And so you are you rep by Cool Waters Productions? I am for those. Uh, Derek Mackey's a friend of mine, so next time oh. we see him, tell him hello. He's actually been on the show for a movie he he was in. A couple years ago, like like three years ago, he was on the show because we're about six years old. Um, but okay. he's actually a friend of mine because I used to go to all those cons and, and, and interview everybody who's at him and stuff. And we go to him here and, uh, locally once in a while also. So say hello to Derek. Did you have fun and have you done a lot of that convention autograph signing stuff? 
No, this was my first one ever, actually. And Derek was awesome because I had talked to him, you know, on emails and whatnot on the phone. But uh, getting to see him in person and kind of talk it out before we did it was very helpful. And um, I was with my co-star, Peter Shinkoda, who's also in uh, the show we were representing, Daredevil. And he had done a few because of Falling Skies and some of the other credits he has. So he was very helpful, too. It was uh, overwhelming. <laughs> it's fun, though, right? I mean, I used to love, was I love going to great. him. And I'm sure yeah, it was great. Well it was big too. All the all the chicks were probably like loving you. All the gay guys were like loving you. And then you just got all the action superhero fans. So like you ha you get to hit it from all ends because everybody likes you. Well, it, they were nice. They were really really nice. And um, some people who didn't even know who I was over there just you know were taking me and Peter on face value. <laughs> oh, that's face cool. value, face value. Actually, is, is does Daredevil show over there is in, on Netflix in England? It does apparently, but it seems like it's still in its infancy, where people were still just kind of, you know, finding out about it. And um, some people knew exactly who I was, and some people had no clue. <laughs> okay. okay. Now, is Daredevil the name of your show? Tell our listeners. Yes. Uh, well, I play a character uh, uh, named Francis. See it. It's on Netflix. Shut yeah. up. I'm asking him. I'm not asking. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to be all over the there place. There he is. I love this banter. This is good stuff. Just, oh yeah, that's I, I, I do this. Part. We're not we're not scripted whatsoever. No. I just have the show you're on. He doesn't even watch it. I've I, seen every episode. I, I, I have no <laughs> idea. I have no idea who the guests will be, and I do not research you because then it's all make believe. I do. I act like a person that a fan. That's how I do. I act like a fan, and I ask stupid questions because people <laughs> ask stupid questions. Now tell me all about your show and where can I see it and when can I see it? See that stupid stuff. <laughs> okay. I think that's good. Those are great leads to promo it. Uh, yes. It's um, oh. Marvel's Daredevil. It's on Netflix. And Netflix and Daredevil kind of, or Netflix and Marvel, I should say, really kind of started pioneering the way television's being watched these days because they released their shows, their original programming, in blocks. It all comes out at the same time in 13-episode seasons. So as soon as episode one is released, all... 12 episodes behind it are released at the same time. So people, you know, binge watching is kind of the new craze. And in a way, it might be the way everybody wants to watch TV in the future because they can watch it on their own time. They can go to every episode as they wish. Uh, we knew that the show would be good, but we had no idea it would be such a, such a big hit that it is currently. It's huge. Well, tell me a little bit about it. Like, what do you play, a housewife or something? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I play a housewife named Francis. And um, <laughs> it's really just dusting. I, I only do dusting. I asked for vacuuming, and they won't. You don't do they say, no, someone else is there for that. I don't know. Don't do any windows in the um, show? No, seriously. No, no, no. It's, uh, I play, um, well, Vincent D'Onofrio plays the main uh, antagonist in the first season, and he plays a character named Wilson Fisk, who's based on the Marvel Comics character, the Kingpin. And uh, he has a right-hand man named Wesley, who's kind of like his best friend slash personal contact and I show up later in the season in episode nine onward as his valet bodyguard kind of head of security and then as things change as fruition begins with the end of the season uh you know my role starts to change a little bit too it's I don't awesome. want to give anything away they give you more lines it's awesome it is so <laughs> freaking good speaking of lines we were just talking about Ian in the film that we just saw last night and he's like uh, 76 years old and he had a script there my god 
I don't really believe... We saw Holmes, if you weren't listening earlier. Yeah, we went and saw Holmes, Holmes last night. Okay. I really oh, don't oh, believe oh. that he was capable of, of delivering those lines because the scene was... There were no cuts in the scene. It was a one-shot scene. And he went on and on and on. So he had to be reading teleprompter or cue cards. How do you learn your lines? And I, do you have difficulty with it? A lot of people out there are young actors that want to know these questions. I um, have a very kind of freaky ability to memorize lines extremely quickly. I, I'm, I don't have any trouble with it at all. It's kind of like when I look at a script or a page, um, I take kind of like a screenshot in my head. So in a way, I actually remember where the words are in the paragraph or the sentence. I remember actually where they're placed. So it's like I can revert back to the picture of the lines. It's very strange, but I, I absorb lines super quickly. I'm a big kind of like off-the-cuff guy, improver. I have a very fast kind of mentality with that stuff. So it just kind of, I don't know. And how's your timing? Coming in, we, <laughs> I, like, I say to you, like, uh, oh, my God, look, the building's falling. You know, then you're coming <laughs> to your line. So yeah. <laughs> so you're fast Free. with your timing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I like you a lot. Um, Hold on, let's go back. So are you a comic book fan person in the first place? Before Daredevil came out, like, would you be somebody who would be like watching all the, whole, the, the superhero movies in the first place? Big time. Big time. Okay. I've gotten asked that a lot. Yeah, um, I'm a huge fan. I, I, think that's like, uh, I think that helps all the fans like you even more, though, when you're an actual fan and you get to do the fan things. And um, uh, so like – because I love Daredevil. I have like all these collectible Daredevil action figures and statues really? and stuff all in storage. But yeah. like I have all kinds of superhero tons, tons, tons. stuff. I, I'm a horror movie fan. It's my first love is horror movies. And so, and I used to be a celebrity clothing designer. So I've dressed all the major, you know, horror celebrity people and have pictures. And I have special like stuff they autograph for me and stuff. I, I'm like a huge collector. And now That's I'm really, cool. for the last like five or six years, uh, I, I'm really into the superhero thing. When I was a kid, I had my own comic book club, like on the street with like the 50 kids in the neighborhood. You know, when I was the president of the comic book club, and I was always a Marvel person, not really a DC person. Oh yeah. And, um, uh, but then you know what happened? Nobody bought his comic book, so he started selling drugs, oh, and he made right. a fortune. Yeah. All the kids on crack loved him. Daredevil's always been one of my favorites. He's not my favorite, but he's one of my favorites. And I think Who's that, your favorite. Um. You know, I was always like a big like Fantastic Four, even though I don't know if I'm going to like this new remake that they're doing with the Fantastic Four. I always like the individual people like Thor. I like the Defenders and I like the Avengers. Okay. Uh, uh, but Fantastic Four is probably like one of my, my favorite. My favorite is the original Flash Gordon with Buster Crab. There you go. Oh, that's, wow. Okay. Oh, that's mine, boy. I used to, when I was a kid, we saw the reruns on black and white TV when I was about eight or nine. And to us, that was my God, what kind of world? I mean, the way they did it in those days, it was so corny today. But back then, it looked magical and flesh and, and, and Dale and Dr. Zarkov and, and Ming. Oh, my God. They were fabulous characters. Today, we don't get that exactly thrill because about. they take it away with CGI. So going back to the net, so everybody, you can watch Daredevil on Netflix if you haven't seen it yet. It's really, really good. At the at the at first, I was a little bit disappointed that it took so long for him to get a costume, but now I can't wait for season two so much that I'm like itching, you know, for right, it. Right, right. Yeah. Like Superman and, uh, in that dark suit. Wait, wait, no, no, don't, don't switch the conversation about Superman. That's different. No, but we could go from Superman. No, from I want to talk about Daredevil. <laughs> okay. We hate when guests come on. All they do is talk about their stupid I shows. Know, I want to talk about it because I no, love it. Uh, do a little did you do the, Have I you seen the preview listen, for Superman versus listen, Batman? Stop it. I Cole, have it. I, I actually uh, think it looks great. Him. I want people to get to know him. Yeah, we're gonna talk the hell with his show. That they'll see. 
let them get to know him so they like him and they go see him. Daredevil will sell itself. Let me tell you something, Tommy. Years ago, we never went to a movie because of the title of the movie. It was, let's go see a Marilyn Monroe movie. Let's go see a Clark Gable movie. Or Betty Davis has a new movie out. Let's go. And years ago, we went to see the star, not the film. That's how it's got to be today. We've got to get rid of the, the crappy film work. So let's go see story. a Tommy Walker movie. That's yeah. What I want, a Tommy Walker movie. <laughs> uh oh. Chad, what happened? Skype's trying to get that call back for you. Okay. So anyway, you guys, while Skype's getting that call back for us, Tommy Walker, you guys can see him in Daredevil. Just go to Netflix. I watched the whole season in like two seconds. It was fabulous. I'm going to watch it. And uh, it's a little violent, but it's a lot of fun. Um, why well, did, Chad, why did we lose him? That's a question I can't answer. Okay. Was well, he calling back in or are you calling him? Nope. Says, hold on while we try to get the call back. Oh, so Skype just did that on its own. Automatic. Oh, Skype that's stinks. that terrible. Skype, you have to like work your shit out. Yeah, Skype. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could be his connection that dropped somewhere. Why does, why does another company copy Skype so there's some competition? Skype, <clears throat> Skype seems to own it all. They do what they want. There you go. Oh, I think it hung up. Up oh, there we go. There you go. Are we back? Are. Yeah, just hit your so. video icon again. There, Tommy. There you go. Icon again, and we should be back. Me? Yeah, sorry about that. I don't know what happened. That's okay. No, there we, you we, go. Were yelling, we were yelling. We were yelling to everybody that watches and listens. You guys got mad about Superman and DC versus Marvel, and you got all angry and hung up on like me. New, he doesn't like the new comic, the new like colors of like Superman's wearing darker colors and Wonder Woman's They're, not wearing. Wonder Woman yeah. looks like she's in black leather. She has a whip and high heels and fishnets. She looks like a, like a what do you call it? A masochist chick, you know? What do you call it? Not the, <laughs> yeah, the, the right. one that whips you. She's the domineer, dominatrix. I mean, like it's still. Anyway, I don't oh, know uh, as well. I'm a saint. But anyway, um, I'm telling everybody, go see a Tommy Walker film. That's what well, you got I to it. I mean, I, I want to uh, give those movies a chance because I'm a big fan of DC as well. So I feel like I kind of want everybody to win. You know, as long as they do their best and, and put out a good movie, I'm just fingers crossed. Oh, absolutely. You know, like I like Aquaman, and I was very upset like many years ago when that Aquaman TV series didn't make it. Oh, um, yeah cool Aquaman TV series, you know, and now I, they got Supergirl coming out soon, you know, so like hopefully that'll be good, and it's got I, the girl I who met, starred in Glee on it. I met him yeah, at I auditioned for the Aquaman TV show back in the day. Oh, did you really? No, you couldn't. You would have been a good Aquaman. You couldn't, you couldn't tell. Thanks. You that been was a, a while ago. Aquaman came, was just on TV like four years ago. No, I'm talking about the original Aquaman. Oh, What's no. his name, who I met? I didn't even know there was an original Aquaman. What's his name? He used to swim. Oh, very handsome guy. Can't think of his name. Um, yeah, the television show when he know. used to, he didn't have to, he could breathe underwater. Oh, uh, no, you're talking about Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy. That, that wasn't Aquaman. He was somebody else. Another one underwater. Yeah, okay. Tommy won't even know that because you're too young. Do you yeah. know who Patrick Duffy is? I know who Patrick Duffy is. That that does not sound oh, familiar. Oh, Man from Atlantis. Man from Atlantis. Yeah. Somebody in the chat man room. Man from Atlantis. I don't know that. When I, I was can't say I know that one. When I was working at, at uh, Universal, I ran into him. I met him at one of those you know loft parties, with a stage set party, and he was the nicest guy. Little. He had gills and he could swim underwater, but it wasn't Aquaman. Like you would have been great as Aquaman. Yeah, like that thank was. You. A, I really like that one, and I think. I mean, already you're in Daredevil, and I'm sure lots of opportunities will come your way. Did you, let me ask you a question? Because like I'm, a, this is going to show you how nerdy, geeky I am. But my favorite, oh, I kids love it. Movie, my favorite kids movie ever is The Mighty Ducks. So I fucking love Eldon Henson. Mighty yes, Ducks. he was in the Mighty Ducks franchise. He was in Very all the good, Mighty Jim. Ducks, and he was in the Mighty. And he's got he's yes. got such a great like kids resume of like the greatest movies ever. I was so happy, and now he's in the Hunger Games. And yep. uh, Jimmy, I, he, I bet you believed Cinderella was a virgin too. 
Yes, she was. Okay. Now go back though. So how, just tell me, is he, he's a really cool guy, right? I know you can't say no, he's I not anyway, Snow but hang on, Snow hang White. on. But he's a really cool guy, right? I don't want you to blow my like whole thing because like I got this thing that I just think he's the coolest guy ever. Like as an actor, oh, he's, totally, he's so cool. I totally cool. get that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, there's a couple celebrities, I won't say who, like I kind of idolize them, but I fear of meeting them because I don't want it to get ruined. <laughs> yeah, I've um, had that been a bunch. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure with your show and everything, it's like, oh, uh, yeah. Um, Eldon, I only met, I never worked with him directly because my character doesn't really have any scenes with his character Foggy. So I only met Eldon at the uh, premiere in Los Angeles in April. And I just had uh, seen some of the show and everything, walked right up to him. And he was, um, he was as nice to me as if he'd been working with me every day on set. He was a, okay, he was a great guy. So yay for Eldon. Yeah, that's cool. I like Tommy, that. here you are, a young kid. Living in Buck, what town in Bucks Com- Com- What town in Bucks County are you from? Well, I lived right outside of New Hope in Yardley, Pennsylvania. Okay, you, well, I can't say where we are because we don't want to be murdered and blown up. <laughs> well, because we're you the, have a lot of like, right we're, there. We're the gay married couple to be, you know, on the media in the media world with a big. And following. we have a bunch of nut jobs out there who want to kill us. So we really, we oh, that does not sound good. Huh? No, it's not good, but that's what happens when you go public. Okay, so here you are living in Yardley. Yardley's a beautiful town, everybody. Uh, it's, it's a high-end town. The homes there are gorgeous in Yardley. And you decide now, you know what? I'm going to be an actor. What'd you do? Well, Yardley was actually only one of the few, one of the places I lived. I moved around a lot. So um, Bucks County is kind of like what I refer to as my hometown. But I lived in New Jersey a lot. I lived lived in Tom's River, New Jersey. I lived in Michigan for a time. I lived in Maryland. So I was kind of a vagabond kid. I moved a lot. So Yardley was kind of the place that I kind of call home. Um, I was a basketball player. I'm about 6'1", so I was pretty quick and pretty good for a white kid. And um, <laughs> I, didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't get recruited when I went to high school in Maryland. And I was kind of upset about that. I had kind of a chip on my shoulder. So I was a walk-on in college at Kutztown University in Pennsylvania. I mean, I was I lasted only a couple days because uh, I was just uh, I, I was just kind of disenchanted with the whole thing. It was a Division two school, and I knew my basketball career wasn't kind of going anywhere. So I'd wanted to be an actor, but I had no direction. And my high school was very humble beginnings. It had no theater program at all, not a lot of budget. It was kind of a rundown place, but I won't say where. And uh, <laughs> I decided that um, there was a children's play that was a required theater class. It was advertised in a required theater class, and I just wanted to be an actor so bad since I was like 16. So I'm sitting there in my required theater class, and I see the notification. I said to myself, all right, if I get the lead in this children's play, I will walk off the basketball team, and I'll just pursue theater and and acting and things like that at Kutztown. And I got the lead in the children's play, and I walked off the basketball team, and I majored in speech communication, minored in theater, and I got all the leads in the plays and never looked back. There you go. And I, I said I'd get an agent right out of college, and I got one. I, I don't know how that happened. I just was a determined yeah. kid. But you're tall and you're good looking. Those two things help. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of tall looking guys out there that cannot get an agent. You know, my daughter Deirdre is an, is an actress, so we have lots of young people around us that are wannabes or starter offers. Yeah. And some of them are truly talented and gorgeous, and they just can't get a break. And I've come to the conclusion now in my old age, looking back in retrospect, that... Um, it has a lot to do with timing and luck. I couldn't agree more yeah. with that, Ron. I got to tell you, um, I got an agent quickly out of college, but you know, it took me 10 years to get some better breaks. So yeah, but to get an I agent out of college is a big... Yeah, totally. I, I, um, 
I got to say, though, like, I know people that are in that same position, and my heart goes out to people who are, you know, forget good-looking, just really talented who work their asses off. And, you know, we can't really do, you know, we're always looking out for ourselves in acting, but, you know, you do what you can with your friends, like, for instance, Peter Shinkoda. He's one of the best examples I've ever met of a professional actor who's doing well and does not hesitate for a second to extend the olive branch and help his fellow man or woman. He's an unbelievable guy. He's a really, really nice dude. Generous uh, I'm gonna, actors I'm gonna go see if we can, We're going to try and get him on the show, so tell him you had a good time. <laughs> no, a gener- I will. I will. He's a, a gen- great guy. Great stories. A generous actor will go a very long way, unlike Faye Dunahue. Dunaway. Dunaway. I've heard such horror stories from the cast of Mommy Dearest and a few other films where they've worked with Faye Dunaway. And yeah. uh, absolutely nothing. She doesn't even speak to you unless you're the lead. And she doesn't want anybody on this set. If you're an extra and you're hanging around, you have to be removed. And if you are a a sixth principal player, you can't talk to her. I mean, I've never heard such nonsense. Yeah, I like that. It's all together. All right. It's a team. It's a team effort. One more Daredevil question, and then we're going to go move on to some of your music, too, because we want everybody to know that you're also a musician and some of the other stuff you've been doing. So, So did you see the original Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck? Of course. Um, as I, I said, I was a fan, and I, I watched everything that came out. I have a you know, big comic collection. I was looking forward to it. I remember going to the theater. It was at the Oxford Valley Mall in Pennsylvania, if I recall, at United Artists. And I sat there by myself, anticipating a great movie, and I did not see that. But I was still kind of you know, grateful that one of the characters I loved made the screen. I, I, I'm kind of easy to please, so I gave a lot of the movies. And it's, I'm easy I to please. I gave them a pass, but... I'm um, I'm yeah, he's tough, but I'm easy. Like, we saw Ant-Man. He didn't like it. I thought Ant-Man was awesome. Forget, I, I, <laughs> I'm about I was to see that, actually. After I oh, you're going to love it. Go see it in 3D. Well, it's it's you, really you good. You must remember one thing. Yeah. I was raised in the in golden Hollywood, when, in the golden years of Hollywood, when wow. stars were superstars and, and writers were fabulous. And it was a different time. Today, it's sensationalism. Today, it's let's see what the picture can make. Uh, that's all they care about. They're not interested in the quality of the work. Some are. Steven Spielberg, I've got to tell you, is one of the few people who genuinely cares about his work and not the money he's made. He's, he's a, rich, he's though, a too. wonderful man. He's a wonderful <laughs> man. And he does beautiful. I wish you could work for Steven. You'd love it. I'd work for Steven in a second. You kidding me? I'd work for free because everyone, I, knew, I know a few people that have worked for him. They adored him. They said he is a generous man, he's a kind man, and he's a patient man. I love it. I've so. only heard good about Stephen. Nobody said anything bitchy about him. Let's go, let's, go, uh, let's go back, though, to the whole Daredevil movie thing. Because I actually enjoyed it. I didn't think it was like the greatest movie ever, but it had a great soundtrack. I, I'm always, I work in the music industry, so I'm always like big in the soundtracks. Yeah, I had, had a good soundtrack. soundtrack. I loved Elektra, and even though the Elektra movie bombed, I like enjoyed it. It was entertaining. And uh, so, like, I like the whole thing. Um, I don't think it was, like, as real. Like, I mean, maybe it was the time because that's so many years ago now and times have changed. And so what people expect from things are different. Um, I don't because it wasn't like as like, like Daredevil now on Netflix. It's like real. Like, it seems like it's like, you know, really like real and in your face and like could really be happening like right now. You know, it's, it's not so the stunts and everything that he does are not so unbelievable that he's you know jumping on airplanes and you know doing stuff that like maybe it would be a lot harder to do so it actually seems like the character and and all the all the characters in it could be real you know like you yeah. could be 
a real character, it's not, a real person. It's not superhero. It's just plain hero. Yeah, it's like plain yeah. hero. This is uh, this is Marvel's um, example of like the ground floor superheroes, the blue collar superheroes yeah. in New York City. And they're and doing I a great job. That. You know, the Marvel Studios big big picture is a little bit more galactic, a little bit more worldwide, and this is kind of like a, a page out of the comics, uh, which makes me very happy because I always loved Frank Miller and Anne Senti and all those Absolutely. great writers. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's so cool. So congratulations for getting on Daredevil and can't wait for season two. And uh, when does season two come out? Are they even telling us? Not till next year, right? Next year. Come they're, not, they're not telling us yet. The Marvel likes to keep everything as close to the chest as possible, but I'm not even sure they, they've picked a date yet. Okay. Well, you have to make sure they're going to pick it up as well. Oh, it so, already got said it was getting picked up. Yeah, but they said that's <laughs> yeah, It'll be out in 2016. We just don't know when. Okay. Now, tell perfect. me another question, Tommy, and answer me the truth. Otherwise, I'll have your legs broken. Um, <laughs> listen. How many friends have you lost since you've become a working actor? Uh, it's actually I'm jealous um, and envious and hate. Probably uh, it's probably more how many friends I've gained on paper. You know what I mean? A lot of people come out of the woodwork when when something like that happens. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's that like, mean, oh no. yeah, I thought you hated me or something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that, I'm not talking about the want to be. You know, I want to be. I want to be your friend. I'm talking about kids you grew up with that don't like you anymore because you're not. Tommy, the old Tommy, the basketball player. Oh, sure. Now you're Tommy, the movie actor. You know they do that routine. I all right. I'll tell you the honest truth. I don't. I don't recall losing one like that. I try to just stay myself. I know that sounds kind of corny or gross, but I don't really. I don't think I've changed, and I don't think they think I've changed. So I think if those are my friends and they get that, then they're my friends. They they, they get the real me. That's cool. Yeah, but so many celebrities that I talk to, they say they've lost so many people over the years because of envy, jealousy, and the fact that they hate them so because they're famous and they work with great stars and they do the things that they wish they could do and they envy them to the point of like, I'd rather not be their friend or see them than to feel the pain of being in their company. I won't mention the person, but she's very famous and she's on a, a daytime television show every day. Well, I hope that doesn't. I hope that doesn't happen to me. I don't. I like don't think it's you know happen. what? It may in time as it does happen because I've. You know, I'm no big deal. Trust me, I'm big deal in television. You know, with talk shows, uh, and I lost a very dear friend of mine who I grew up with, and she was a dear, dear friend, and she just couldn't. She said, "I've changed." I said, "No, I just got old." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't change. I just got old. That and just happened. You, you know, you change when you get old. You don't do the jerky things you do when you're young. Most of <laughs> You got to remember, too, he's still really young. How old are you, Tommy? Oh, uh, God, do I have to say that? No, you don't have to. Yeah, you do. You can say when you... Listen, <sighs> trust me, say it now, enjoy it, because when you get to be my age, you're not going to be so happy about saying it. He's middle age. He's, he's in his... <laughs> 25. What, 25? Yeah, sure. Close. No, no, I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm 35. I'll tell 35. you. 35. Oh, so you don't look anywhere near oh, 35. you look young. Yeah, I was going to – I actually did – I mean, I know that you graduated college and uh, if you wouldn't have said it took you 10 years to get someplace, I would have thought uh, – you know, You're that out of college. I would have thought 25, so. Yeah, but you know something? <laughs> men do not age in Hollywood. Women do. A I'm woman doing my best. I'm trying to stay healthy and just stay uh, active. I'm a personal trainer too, so that, that keeps me very uh, active all day. Okay, so you're in a band. Okay, first, also, you were in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, which I haven't seen yet because he didn't want to go to it, but I'm going to see it when it, 
when it uh, when it comes on video. <laughs> well, look hard because my scene got cut. But I will tell you the uh, the good news about that was that it kind of restarted my film and TV career because at the time, you know, I was getting other jobs after having wrapped that. When I went to see it and I found out that they retooled the entire movie, that was a bit of a shock. Uh, but it, you know, I don't regret that at all because, like I said, it really helped uh, get me going again. I got a bunch of other jobs on TV since, and I wouldn't change a thing on that one. Hey, at first, it was like, right. damn, shocking, but. And nah, you know nah, what? To tell you the truth, to tell you the truth, I don't think it's going to wreck your screen career either. If my scene was short, I got to tell you, it wasn't yeah, a big deal. I mean, I wouldn't care if they cut me out of the ninjas. To tell you the truth, no way. That movie's so huge. No, I don't care. But if it was an important film, I'd be very upset. Oh. Well, like Ron said, it's about money making and sensationalism, and I think that, the turtles that probably yeah, fit into that milieu, right? I mean, but if it was a great movie, I mean, name me a great movie that that a great story movie. I mean. So many we've just seen. If you got cut out of that, that's upsetting. When there's, like, say, a Meryl Streep oh. movie, and you're playing Meryl Streep's son, and suddenly they cut you out, you want to shoot yeah. Meryl Streep. Oh, there you go. I got one more question. I forgot. So how about Vincent D'Onofrio? Since you're in scenes with him, is he a really nice guy? Like, he's oh tweeted God. with me. He was super nice on Twitter. Yeah, he's, he is, is, he's really great. I was, uh, you know, first day of meeting him, my first day on set, it's, you know, me, Vincent, and Daredevil, and Toby Moore, and that's it. And it's a, you know, quite intimidating room, and Vincent was great. He was very focused. Uh, watching him prep for an intense scene was like a master class. I, I loved it. And uh, he's really cool. He's jokey and, and fun offset, and he's really loose and just kind of relaxed. He's talented, man. He's, he deserves any accolade he gets. And he's in all kinds of stuff now. He was just in Jurassic World. Yep. And uh, I have a sixth degree of separation because um, I have an audiobook company called Beacon Audiobooks, and we put out the Full Metal, Di Full Metal Jacket Diary. Uh, oh, sweet. And uh, Matthew Modine's a star with Vincent D'Onofrio, you know, and so he's all, all about in it because they were the two stars of the film. It's and, great. Uh, I hear him and Matthew are still really tight. Yeah, and so I put out the audiobook, and I've never met Vincent, but like he's he was real nice to me on Twitter. Anybody who's nice to me on Twitter, like I'm like totally like digging, and most people are, but every once in a while you get you know the not so well, nice Matthew's ones. Matthew's very nice, right. and usually nice people hang with nice people. You know, I find that the crappy people hang with crappy people. Yeah, that's true too. Don't you that's get a that? Good point. You know what I mean? I mean, I could never be with crappy people because I'm not crappy. There you go. So, <laughs> so, uh, so you also then you have uh, you have a band called Sweet Fix. Uh, had a band, had a called, band Sweet called Sweet Fix. Fix. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I noticed though on your on your bio and everything, it's like you're a rock singer. You do have a good rock singer voice. And uh, the the music that we're gonna play for everybody, we're gonna play a song, and it's from 2011. So like, are you still doing the music thing in between the acting thing, and you're just not really doing the Sweet Fix thing, or what what's going on with your whole music career? Uh, I I kind of took some time off in 2014, December 2014. Sweet Fix kind of officially broke up, but um, that was towards the end of me wrapping up season one on Daredevil. And uh, I thought I was kind of maybe retiring for a time from like the rock band scene and doing music, but only a couple months went by, and then some friends and I got together and we started jamming and doing stuff again. And it feels good. And I I'm only in the business now to uh, to make stuff we believe in, have fun, and maybe get out there again. I'm, I'm kind of two time in them a little bit working on another project as well and just kind of seeing where that goes um, so there's some opportunity kind of percolating I just gotta see where it goes right now I'm trying to be patient and take my time with it because I don't want to get into a situation where I get like it's like a it's like a breakup with someone you love like I don't want to get hurt again being in a band you know what I mean absolutely Speaking I know I know a love lot and breakups I see you have a wedding band I do happily <laughs> married uh, my wife is, she's incredible she's a talented how gal. long are you married been married a year and a quarter. 
Happy years ha- old. Honeymoon. Happy honeymoon. Is she in the entertainment yeah. industry? She is. She's an actress. She's a model. She can belt her face off. She's a great singer. Right. She's, she's got it all. Oh, cool. We'll have to look her up. Okay. Julia, Julia Dennis. She's really up and coming. She's up for a few things right now. She does a ton of commercials. She's uh, just we'll bring had her up sometime. six Does she have any music, she have any music recorded? Does she have any music recorded? I wish she did, actually. She did more stage stuff, like uh, I- regional theater, you know, probably stuff like that. But she hasn't gotten on any soundtrack. She should have. Tommy, for the romantics that, and we have many that listen to this show, um, tell us how you met, how you courted her, and how you got her to marry you. <laughs> I love telling that story. Um, I was in between acting gigs, bartending at Becco on 46th and 9th in New York City, and she walked in with her sister. Her sister was cute too, but I, I locked eyes with Julia immediately, and uh, she was the first girl in a year and a half that made me nervous, and... Um, the first thing she said to me is, when are you taking me out? And I went, oh, I love you. Wow. And uh, she's great. And we've been together ever since. It was a very easy relationship. It just fell right into place. And I proposed to her in Rome. Wow. And nice. that was like the greatest moment of my life. Now, listen, where'd you, take, you? Where'd okay. you take her when she said, when are you going to take me out? God, where do we? Know? I mean, uh, our first date was... Either, walking that- around in the city. Our first date was extremely casual and just simple. And cheap. <laughs> oh, no, actually, I took her out to a really fancy dinner at Felidia, now that I recall. Our first dinner was at Felidia in New York City, and uh, I had done this commercial, so I had, like, a lot of money. So I was trying to, like, treat her like this high-end dude, and it was ridiculous. <laughs> like a high-end hey, dude. She saw right through it, too. She's like, you're full of shit. Well, it, you won. You threw the net. You got her. Okay, I did. I'm, I'm damn grateful I did. Good for you. Congratulations. So for Thank all you. of you girls out there that are heartbroken now over Tommy, be happy for him. And set, let him set you as an example. Maybe some guy one day will come in your life and you could say, when are you going to take me out? Good so line. There's somebody in oh. the chat room who like, I think is a really big fan. They want to know if you enjoyed meeting your fans. And I think her name is Dana. So could you maybe give a shout out to Dana and just say uh, how you, how, if you enjoy or don't enjoy meeting your fans? I'm sure you do. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Well, when we were in London... It was, like I said, it was kind of mind-blowing to meet people who knew who I was at all because I'm still kind of relatively newcomer to that scene, the science fiction comic world. And uh, I had some fans. It was really, really humbling and wonderful. But I love meeting them. I spend as much time with them as I can. And whenever someone came up to the table to do an autograph or picture, I, I, I was in no rush. We actually met a little girl named Dana. Yeah, that's uh, it. She's an eight, eight-year-old daughter. It's some, a lady named Mika's eight-year-old daughter. Okay, I'm going to cry because we met her in London. Isn't and Ben sweet? Smith is her dad, if I'm, re- if I'm recalling correctly. And uh, she was one of the first kind of like, quote unquote, fans. I'd call her a friend now because she came up to my wife and I at the table. And she was just so lovely. And so was her dad. And then uh, her, her mom and her shy little sister came, or bigger sister, I should say, came by later. And we took some pictures and they posted it on my fan page. And, oh, this is great. I can't believe Dana's on. Hi, Dana. It's so great to hear that you're listening to this. Yes, oh, that's, that's that's super sweet. nice. And also, we have uh, our our Hollywood vixen who's at an audition right now could make the show, and she's in the chat room, I guess, waiting for her turn. So give a shout out to Deirdre and just say hello to Deirdre because she really wanted to talk to you. And Deirdre, oh, Deirdre get that, hi. That part. Yeah, it's that's right. Big, I can't discuss any of it because I'm not allowed to. But it's a big movie they're doing in Philly, and she's up for just uh, her second callback. Okay, anyway, for a big part. Anyway, too, though, everybody in the chat room is saying uh, Good luck, how Dan. nice it is and hugs, hugs that you remember her and stuff like that. So now we're going to play a song wait, real wait, quick. Wait, 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 wait. 
once or once. I have a few fans out in California because my TV show came out of California. And I was having dinner with a friend one night, and this husband and wife came over, and they say, are you Ron Russell? I said, sometimes. And they said, uh, we love your show, and what's Jane like, and all the movie stars that I interviewed. And it was nice, but my food was cold. <laughs> oh, really? Because they were at my table for like, seemed like hours and I couldn't shake them <laughs> and I had to have a, I had my pasta was Alfredo and boy oh, was it yeah. too cold so yeah, that's everything fans have got to learn if they want to come up and chat and you're eating you know we're there to eat let us eat before our food gets cold then we'll talk to you I kind of feel like uh, that, that's good advice and everything but um, right now like I said I'm new to it and um, well, I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll let my food get as cold as it needs to be if, if they want to talk. What is Hi, it? everybody. He said he'd let his, let his food get cold. So, you guys, if you see Tommy out, make sure to go say hello and support all his stuff because he's a super cool guy. And well, we want you, you to take my go, food cold. <laughs> we want you guys, too, to like go and buy his music, even though he's not in the band Sweet Fix anymore. No, uh, please support the band. They're great guys. I'm certainly not angry about the, you know, the legacy we left in New York City. I'm proud of that group. So we got Make a Move. We're going to play Make a Move. Why don't you tell us something about it real quick, and then we're going to play it for everybody, and you hang on the line, and that way everybody can hear what Sweet Fix sounds like, and you sound like as a singer. That's awesome. Thanks for doing that. Uh, we did it, a little EP, a song called FM Radio and Make a Move back-to-back, -back, like a, a dual song kind of single, and it was the first song that uh, Sweet Fix kind of collaboratively in the room did together. We all kind of did our own separate thing and brought ideas in, but we kind of came up with it on the spot, and... Uh, I'll never forget the look on my drummer Marco's face and how exciting it was and my guitar player Ivan in it and Bill, my bass player, everyone was just getting off on it and it was one of those really cool thrashy fun pop rock songs that came together fairly quickly. Where do you live in New York City? Don't give me I the live Astoria, Astoria right outside of the city. Oh, go away Astoria. That's where, That's where I was raised. Really? I was, yeah, 11th Street and 34th Avenue in Ravenswood which oh. is right next, to, I went to the Astoria Pool, Astoria Park, all of yeah. my I used to shop on Steinway Street, Dipmar's Boulevard. Oh, my God. Broadway was our big shopping street on, right on Broadway. Totally. I, I know exactly where you're talking about, of course. Yeah, but I, I lived there. Like I'm, I'm 75, so I lived there 50 years ago. Oh, and wow. It was, it was country. We had lakes and trees. It was lovely. What? Really? Oh, my friend. Across the street from my house was a lake. What? Yes. The lady. <laughs> All that stuff's gone. <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. The lady next door, the Italian family next door, they were from Italy. They had goats. And they built a shed in the back of their house for goats. And goats used to walk all over. Sometimes they'd attack me and chase me. <laughs> Astoria was country 50 years ago. Then the factory. Wow, that's that's incredible here. I had no idea. I'm really glad that you actually shared that because I had no Broad, clue. Broadway was all families, and uh, that was where we bought our clothing. We went on Steinway Street to buy our slacks and shirts, and there was nothing else around except Manhattan. Astoria wow. was a lovely place to grow up in as a kid. All right, well, everybody. It's still, uh, still pretty lovely now. There's a restaurant there you've got to go to, my favorite. If I could remember the name. It's right <laughs> on the corner of, of 38th Street. Across the street from that fabulous pastry shop. Ooh, Do you know the pastry uh, shop on the corner? The fabulous... You're talking about the Italian restaurant? Yeah, Italian we restaurant. Boy, is the food great there. I'm is Italian. it Piccolo Venezia? It's right on the corner across remember. the street from the bakery. I remember. You know the bakery on the corner where everybody sits outside and has cake and coffee? There's it's a, a couple now. I'm not sure. It's, it's white. On, it's on 35th or 37th Street and Dittmar's Boulevard. And Dittmar's Boulevard? Uh, gosh. 
I can't say I know and offhand. You have to try the Italian restaurant, oh, though. We, That's across the bakery. Drive, we go there a lot. I'll look it up for sure. Like, uh, email it to me later if you don't think of it, or, like, yeah, the name. No, we go to Astoria just to eat the food we there. We go there a lot. The guys that cook are old Italians. And oh, they I love make, it. That, they make the food like we used to have as kids. Delicious. And their pizza. Forget about it. I'm getting hungry. Oh, this now. sounds good. All right. So how about this? And not, not expensive. Yeah, it's not expensive. It's good. Not it's expensive really at all. Okay, Maybe so you're going to... I want to go now. <laughs> I'll find out I what it is. We'll find out, out what it is. It. We, can ask, we can ask Terry. Delicious. All right, so you introduced the song. Chad, are you ready to play the song? Hi, Captain. All right, you introduced <laughs> the song, and uh, then we're going to play it and hang on the line when it's over. We'll talk again real quick. All right. Uh, this is Make a Move by my favorite New York City band, Sweet Fix. <laughs> Sweet Fix, sung by Mr. Tommy old, Walker. Old <laughs> rock and roll back again. I love it. And we have okay. to see your wife. Any of you yeah, guys who were like watching where she stuck her it. in, that's his Forget incredibly it. gorgeous wife. Wait till you see this wife. You're going to drop that. Come on, beautiful. Come back on. <laughs> I love you. Calling you back over, Jules. I don't think she's coming by again. 
Because she's completely unprepared. She couldn't possibly. It doesn't matter. Uh, tell her she looks. If she didn't look good, I tell her to get out. But she looks great. <laughs> no, she looks good. Listen, push everything you can. We Here go out comes. to a. Here she is. How beautiful. Hey, you are so beautiful. It's so nice she to meet is you. Beautiful. She's real. Look at that I smile. can't wait to see you all over like in every movie and in, in every movie and modeling and television show ever because you, you just drop dead gorgeous and you guys are going to make the most beautiful children one day. I it's said not that. Even Don't funny. steal my lines. Oh, well, she didn't hear you, so I got to that. take it. I hate when he does <laughs> right. it. Of his own. Well, you just made her day, guys. Thanks. No, uh, she's, she's beautiful. Gorgeous. You know, we go hey. out all over the world. We go to, you have no idea how big, we're big shit. You, nobody believes it. <laughs> so, <laughs> nobody believes it, but they're big shit. We are. Nobody believes it. Yeah, <laughs> tell them who we are. How many millions of people watch us? A lot. No, I know you guys are. I'm just teasing you. No, seriously, millions and millions of yeah, people. Yeah, we want to bring her on. When she's got something great to promote, we'll bring her on just because she's so gorgeous. I mean, you like, everybody know, will love it. You never know who nice sees her face. Somebody could have just seen her face now somewhere and said, hey, let's go check that girl out. There you if go. they know what's good for them, they should call her because she's young and she's uh, she's not discovered yet. But I'm telling you, she's like literally on the cusp. She's going to do there really well. Go. Yeah, but can she act? Oh, my God, yes. She's very funny. Very good. Good. Okay. I mean, we got to really try good. and like get her into some comedies with some big famous people. Yeah, you'll come back oh, again. She's too good. Because- comedy, she, like, I thought I was funny, but uh, honestly, I have a good comedy background. I'm proud of it, but she like kicked my ass in comedy. There you go. Well, Good we- for her, and congratulations, because like that's awesome. And by the way, everybody in the chat room loved your music, mm, and they were saying it, it was re- kind of cheap trick reminiscent a little bit. Yeah. Oh my God, my guitar player nice. Ivan would like explode right now. Anybody who's listening, because Cheap Tricks his favorite band, and he was heavily influenced by them, so he would absolutely die to hear okay, that. Well, they well, actually like said it, it, so you can hear it. But we like you a lot. We want you to come back. Yeah, we're gonna want you to come back with your wife and tell her to paint and look magnificent. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. And then, you know, you never know what happens. We love to help uh, young people in the biz because it's so difficult. Years ago, a studio discovered you, and they molded you, and they made you. Today, you have to do all that stuff yourself. So the only way to do it, I understand now, is to do auditions online and send them out. Yeah. So exposure, Tommy. The same thing with you. You know, next time. Is your wife on Twitter? She isn't. She just asked me the other day, coming back from London. She goes, "Should I have a Twitter?" And I'm like, "Yes, yes definitely. Yeah, it might be time. It might be she time." Should have a Twitter, and you guys should be on Periscope together because everybody would discover you. Is Are you on Periscope? No. Do you know what Periscope is? No. <laughs> Periscope is owned by Twitter, and and basically, it's a thing where you can go on and do live video. It's live. Like you could be like I, I. A lot of times, I periscope part of the show for people to see us in the studio, like live in here. Okay. But you can do it, and like I follow all kinds. All the people who've been on the show are on it, and uh, you can do like little one-minute videos or two-minute videos or ten-minute videos, and like your fans would love it because you can just get on there. I, I follow the guy from um, Breaking Bad, Aaron. Uh, Aaron Paul and like he gets on it all yep. every day and all he does is sitting on his couch and like answer questions and stuff but like he built he has you know hundreds of thousands of friends and yeah, yeah. On it. and that's a way to build your fan base where people can you know because they can't talk to you but they can type little messages just like it's a chat room and you can answer questions and talk about whatever you want and, and you would be a really big hit on that because you, you've got a great personality like you and should really do also, it that's good advice also, maybe I'll take you up on that's a good idea absolutely. also if I were young and as good looking as you are I would have had makeup, the right lighting, a beautiful jacket. I would have knocked them all dead. I would have said, look at them, I'm gorgeous. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 you got a strong-ass hairline. You're looking good, man. Don't sell yourself oh. short. I'm 75 years old. I'm lucky I'm breathing. Do I give a shit about a hairline? <laughs> what do I care about a hairline? My lungs are working. But, hey, that's true. 
No, listen, seriously. And this, you and your wife should come back on our show, dolled up like from the 1940s, like those fabulous stars. That's going to knock, knock people out because we've lost glamour. And glamour sells. It always sells. It still sells. Um, casual is cute, but glamour is gorgeous. And she's very glamorous. I like, glamorous. That. I like and I, No, but I'd love to see her, you know, done up, you know, full face, lashes, a beautiful outfit. I, I, I think she'd blow the camera right away. Absolutely. She does a lot of modeling. She she really dolls up and and she does well with that. I'm telling you, she she tell, really looks good. Tell her, well, tell. why why is it we've become slobs in the business? Why is it everybody you see now in the biz looks like shit? Only on <laughs> we sometimes look decent. I mean, I just played a cop, believe it or not, <laughs> straight cop in from Brooklyn. I can't believe it in the last movie, and I was in a cop uniform, and I felt so good to be dressed up neat and clean with a short haircut, you know, looking sharp. Yeah. That's how we should. Actually, he's very dressed up in Daredevil. You should see him. Yeah, I'm, I did see you. You're, you're gorgeous. I saw your Thanks. clip. Jimmy played it here. Oh, that was at the premiere. That was the, the premiere. premiere. You look beautiful in the oh, yeah, chair. I mean, I don't look too different from the premiere than I do in Daredevil. My hair's just a lot darker in Daredevil. They colored it down. Yeah, I mean, but listen, he's in a, my character's in a suit and tie every single scene and with a gun. Listen, listen to Ron Russell. You know, dressing is coming back. We have lots and lots of great black friends who are performers. And I've got to tell you, there's nobody that dresses like black people. White people could learn from them. The black people have such a sense of style. And our friends wear, like, oh, who could that? Remember, we, <laughs> i got to tell you a quick story. We, Jimmy, have, we have to go. Oh, I have to tell him the story. No, we have to. <laughs> oh, it's a great story. Jimmy and I went to an opening of a recording artist in Manhattan, the big, big affair. And I said to Jimmy, they're all black. We have to dress cool. So I wore a tuxedo jacket with tails, jeans, and sneakers. And Jimmy wore something else. And we were like, really? Like, wait, we're going to go in there sly. And, <laughs> and we're going to be cool. <laughs> went in, and everybody was in fucking Ralph Lauren. <laughs> Thousands of black guys dressed like heavenly. You wouldn't believe. Gorgeous yep. men. And Gorgeous. we look like clowns. <laughs> and, the women, and the women were in gowns with tits hanging out and hairdos. And Jimmy and I walk in. I said, oh, my God, we look like two stupid white jerks. What the hell? <laughs> but it's true. And the one guy I liked was a very big Vogue model. And there he is in a three-piece Ralph Lauren tweed that I would have killed him for that suit. <laughs> So here's what we got to do. Tell your wife to get on Twitter, and then yes. I'll help her build followers. And okay. um, get on Periscope. Keep us posted with anything you got going. We'd love to have you back, and we want to yes, wish you a nice guy. Wish, wish you, all you so luck. much success in the world with everything that you've got yes. going on. Uh, make sure to say hi to Derek Mackey. And uh, and I hope we run into you one day in a story. Oh, yeah, one day when, when I know we're coming, and I'll see if you're around. I'll uh, maybe we can go. We'll take you to the pizza place. To the Italian, do. Uh, All that sounds really good, guys. I I really thank you for having me on. I because now it. that you're a movie actor, we want to hang on. No, we don't. Oh, okay. Cool. Because now, you know, we like to hang out with famous yeah. people. <laughs> okay. No, I, I wouldn't call myself. Basketball play, you go screw yourself. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but now Tommy, that you're a star, we're gonna hang with you, baby. <laughs> Tommy, thank you so much. You really, you're really a, a pleasure to, to talk yes. with. Your wife is gorgeous. Congratulations on everything. Yes. We'll be in touch. And thank you so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. And I'll see you on the silver screen. Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Alrighty. Take care, baby. Bye. 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 A nice fellow. Yeah, nice guy. Nice guy. See, so Hollywood needs nice people. And he I'm, looks great on screen. Yeah, I could see that little clip that you showed. He's handsome. You yeah, know, it was really I, cool. I could see him talking. Hey, everybody up. in the chat, I'm glad you guys like it. He's a really great guy. Look at that. Look I mean, nice. just amazing. With a tie and a shirt. Look like, like a movie star. You got to love it. So, here's what we're going to do, real quick, everybody. I'm going to do two quick commercials. We're going to take a music break. Okay. So, that's everybody, good. first of all, you can hear the Jimmy Star Show on <laughs> W4CY Radio with the greatest engineer, Mr. Chad Murphy. Thank you very much.
on WROM Radio in Detroit, Planet Radio Network in New York, LA, Ontario, and London, WBAD.net in Washington, D.C., Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, Missouri, K4HD Radio in L.A. We're on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. We also want to thank our TV syndicates, LBG, LGBTQ TV, Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. Also, everybody, One Magical Weekend is going to be in June 3rd through 5th, 2016. Like our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. And they're already taking reservations for hotel rooms for next year. So get your reservations in. Go to OneMagicalWeekend.com. We're going to take a quick music break, everybody. Hope everybody's still with us. Um, this is Gino, Loving Your Eyes. Brand new single came out two weeks ago. The guy's phenomenal. And here it is, everybody. Gino, Loving Your Eyes. See, I was innovated by the worldly games. All the looting ladies was my favorite thing. Well, I thought of leaving, but I was just a fool. Without your love, girl.
surprise. It's available now. Uh, digital download sites all around the world, and it is terrific. We also want to give a shout-out to Cape Whoopies. I don't know if they're actually in the chat room or not, but we had Cape Whoopies and ate them last week, and we ate all of them over the weekend, well, and we loved them. I was going to say, they no more. Yeah, we ate them all. <laughs> all we, we, we ate but getting all of them, Getting back to them. Gino, I got to tell you, I'm like his new fan. I love his music. His music is phenomenal. I love everything I've heard so far. And he's been sending some Does he have, does he have an al album? Not yet. He will. It's coming wait, out in October. I cannot wait for him to have an album. I want that album in my car. It's coming out in October. He's really good. His music yeah. is great. He was super. Yeah, I like him a lot. Super, super, super talented. Do we have him on the show yet? Um, do we have No, not yet. When oh, the, I want when him the on album the show. Comes he's out, really we'll good. We'll have him come out when the album comes on the show. Yeah, because he's good. And, so what's uh, going on, James? Also, another new thing, everybody. Like, if you're a Glee fan, uh, Glee, the, the the final season of Glee just came out on Netflix. I can't wait to start watching it. And um, for all of you, like like other people who know I like all this sci-fi stuff, believe it or not, I never, ever watched The X-Files before in my life. And Ron got me watching. Now I'm, like, hooked into The X-Files. I'm on, like, I'm still on season one. But um, I had never seen it, which is kind of weird considering I like all that stuff. I like all that well, horror uh, and all that I mean, stuff, and I've know, never seen it. I firmly believe that I'm an alien and that, you know, everyone that was aliens, when they say aliens are coming to our planet, no, we're here already. We are the aliens. We came billions of years ago for another planet. So anything that has to do with aliens is up my alley. And one of my other favorite shows, you guys, I love that show Blue Bloods. On television, I've been tweeting trying to get some of the stars of Blue Bloods. So if anybody like uh, sees any of those tweets, please retweet them because I want to get some of the stars from Blue Bloods. And if on you really want to see great film, if you want to see great stories and great acting, go to turn to classic movies, whatever channel it is on your network, and watch. The movies are great, and they're not old movies. As Lauren Bacall said to me, movie is only old after you've seen it. So keep that in mind. Uh, this is history film history and if you're a film buff and if you want to know exactly where it came from and how it was birthed and how it grew go to uh, uh, turn to classic movies i get very upset when i talk about it because it's so ignored and it's so valuable and please go watch an old movie as they say and you'll be thrilled so what if it's in black and white grow up you know it's it's good Trust Ron Russell. Go. There you go. So what I want to do is, because when we, our next guest comes on, we won't have a whole lot of time to play a lot of music, but he just did a new music video for his uh, cover, and he did a cover of Hozier's Take Me to Church, which is one of my favorite songs. You guys know we had the guy on from Glee. I loved it. His name is Matt Davis, and we're going to play an original song when he's on the air, but I want to play the video before he comes on so people kind of get an idea and they can see it. Chad, do you have that available? I do have that. All right, everybody. So this is Matt Davis, and uh, he's on he's on Twitter at Matt Davis Sounds, and this is his YouTube page. He just put this video up a couple hours ago, um, and I love this song so much. He does a really great original rendition of the song, and this is Hosier's "Take Me to Church" by Matt Davis. My love is got humor. She's the giggle at a funeral It was everybody's disapproval I should have worshipped her sooner If the heavens ever did speak She's the last true mouthpiece Every Sunday's getting more bleak A fresh poisoned each week we were born sick, I heard them saying 
Command me to be well Turn me to touch I worship like a dog in the shrine of your lies I'll tell you my sins So you can sharpen your knife off of me Like a dog in the shrine of your lies I'll tell you my sins So you can sharpen off of me That death is death You could go Let me give you my life So that was Matt Davis doing his cover of Hosier's Take Me to Church. And now we have him here. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, Matt Davis. Hello. Hi. There you go. Um, um, before we get started, let me introduce you to my cool, outrageous man about town, co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, and if I were your age, I'd look just like you. <laughs> Thank you. Because I think you look fabulous. You look wild. You look like the time. And your hair is like unbeatable. Thank you so much. <laughs> we also have uh, Mr. Chad Murphy, the man behind the board. Say hello to him. Mr. Davis, welcome to the show. Hi. And Jimbo, we got another car coming in. We yeah, expect that's him. fine. Go ahead. You can take it. Hey, um, while we're waiting. Uh, so, Matt, also then say hello to everybody. We got a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. <laughs> and you look fabulous. Okay? We're very happy to have you. And now on the line, we have Mr. Mark Vogel, music producer. Hey. Hello, Mark. <laughs> Mark Vogel. How you doing, Jimmy? Hi, Matt. Hey, everybody. Hey, there you go. You Good. Everybody, you know Mark Vogel. We've uh, He wrote a bunch of songs for Shane Layton's album, and we had, um, uh, oh, my God, I just had we a brain fart. The Tramps. The, the Tramps, yes. I just had a brain fart. Uh, no worries. Finding member of the Tramps, and this weekend we're actually going to go see Happy 50-ish uh, at the Woo-hoo! Beckett Theater on Theater Row, where he helped write and stars in. And uh, so he's, yeah. and, and, and I guess you're Matt, so t- tell, what's the relationship? Well, like he wrote that play only because of me, you know. Yes. Because he read my <laughs> Facebook page where Ron Russell's been 50. Like, people say, how old he is? I'm 50 again. Yeah. 50 ish. You're 50, Ron. 50 ish. 50, 50 again. Right. No, 50 again. Right. Every well, 50 year. I'm 50 again. again. There you well, we go. Write a new song. Let's write a new song for the play. 50 again. I like that. All right. I can't wait till Saturday to see it. I'm excited. Uh, All right. So I can't wait to see you. Have you guys here? So tell us, tell us, um, real quick for Matt, and then we're going to talk with like let Matt talk also. But like so, so did how did you you hook up with Matt, Mark? Okay, so um, I, we've talked about it before. I own a company called Camp 
thing at the camp I have with 20th Century Fox Television to find new talent. And Matt came to the very first year of Camp Sting and was absolutely the male star of the thing. He was such a standout. And everybody at Fox loved him and record companies loved him. And we just started working together then. He, uh, Matt, how old were you then? Um, you were young. 15, yeah. yeah what is 15 it, years 12? old. <laughs> he, he's 12 now and he, uh, he, uh, and he was uh, just so talented and then when we got to the the uh, performance side of the thing he just stole the show he was just such a great talent and uh, uh, so we started working together as producer and artist and we've been writing and we've been recording and now his EP which is just it's really uh, we took, a, we took a, a good chunk of time to do it do it and find him and through artist development it really developed his sound and he, he's just great Jimmy he's great Absolutely. So well, he's got the look and he's got the talent, and now he's going to have all yeah. the pops chasing him. I have it. I have yeah, it. Yeah. You look like a superstar. All your pictures and all your photos. What you guys, you um, you can go to um, Facebook.com/slash Matt Davis Sounds, and you can also follow him on Twitter, Matt Davis Sounds. All your pictures. I mean, you look like a freaking superstar in all your pictures, which <laughs> is very, very important. Look you know, at, to do. I want to know about his hair. How did you do your hair like that? <laughs> that it looks like a French beret. <laughs> <laughs> I actually cut it myself. I just, you know, do the little samurai haircut and just kind of shave the sides. And Good for them. you. I'm telling you, I would not like if I were your age, I'd have that same haircut. I would. You can do it now. No, not, yeah, right. My age, they put me in the zoo. I mean, come on, what are you nuts? When I was your age, for the day, I was outrageous. I mean, for the day, totally. I always dressed and had my hair cut and stuff. I was white blonde when I was 19. And everybody was freaking out. That people were staring at me in the street. And when I went home, because I went to beauty school, and everybody did my hair. They bleached it white. My father near killed me. He called me a fag. <laughs> Imagine. I don't know whatever made him call me a fag. <laughs> Maybe. You know, Matt doesn't know anything about it. Oh, so Jimmy and I know. are gay, and we're married. <laughs> we're, we're, the, we're the first married couple on the on on TV and stuff. So as I said, my father called me a fag. He said, you look like a fag. Make your hair dark again. I wanted to be Marilyn a while. You know. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. So first of all, I want to commend you on, I, I know you have a lot of original songs. You have I don't know how many YouTube videos you have, but you have two that I think are great, and I know you just put that Hosier one up. And we actually had... Uh, on the show now, I forgot his name, Neil something. We had, old, buddy. we had the guy who who was on the last season of Glee who sang that song on Glee. He was like one of the main characters in the last season of Glee, and that's one of my favorite right. songs. And I think your cover of it is phenomenal. Like it's really uh, really good, and it's not like anybody else's. No, it doesn't sound like anybody else's cover. It sounds just like you, and um, I like really really like. Like just totally like dug it. That's why I we played it for everybody now, so they could hear what you sound like in a cover. And now we're gonna in a few minutes we're gonna play one of your originals, um, so everybody awesome. can hear. So you have a new EP coming out called The Writing Room, and um, what? How would you describe your musical style? Um, it's a very like funky pop R and B kind of vocal kind of sound. Okay, and who are some <laughs> of the? He's covered are, it all. I know he covered all of us. So, who are some of the people like you would consider like your influences uh, as you were growing up, and then transition from that to who do you like now? Like who's out there who's current now that you think uh, might be a contemporary or somebody you could open up for, or someone that could open up for you? You know, <laughs> like Katy Perry should be opening up for you soon, or something like that. <laughs> oh, and, uh, uh, there you go. Up, you know, hey, you want to open up for me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, my influences growing up were definitely Michael Jackson when I was around 12. I was singing ABC, you know, as a little 12-year-old. <laughs> and then um, I was 
think it was around 15 or a little bit younger, I started listening to the Beatles nonstop and Hey Jude was like my anthem. So Fantastic song. Yeah, it wasn't really great. I listened to a lot of like Jack Johnson and John Mayer and Christina Aguilera. Um, I love Christina Aguilera. I think Hurt is one of the best ballads like ever. I'm a big ballad well, guy, so I like ballads. So I think Hurt is one of the best, her best ballad that she ever recorded for sure. Yeah, and the video is great for that one too. Yeah. She's amazing. She's such a great artist. And her vocal just runs are just amazing. They've Sick. inspired me. <laughs> Sick. Absolutely. So who are some of the people now then that you like now, like that are current and popular now? I love Sam Smith. I think he's amazing. And Bruno Mars is really amazing. Oh, uh, Bruno Mars is amazing. Yes. Yeah. Jesse like, James, I think. Like Sam Smith. He's, he, you know, I did drag for a lot of years, and I had to sing in a woman's falsetto voice. And Sam and I sound alike. And I didn't get as famous as he did. I certainly didn't make the money he made. I mean, that's like this. I have to say, like, I'm not a huge Sam Smith fan. I, I but love he Bruno like Mars. A drag queen. Well, like, anytime, like, when we were watching the MTV Awards or Billboard Awards or whatever awards was that he won, like, every single, like, award, Ron was just like, I can't believe he's winning every one of these awards. You know, I just can't yeah. believe it. I don't because like him. Because he sings falsetta, and when you do drag as a woman's voice, you've got to bring it here, and you've got to sing like this. Because <laughs> it's not he, That's voice. what he sounds like a fucking broad. Excuse me. <laughs> he sounds like a broad. He's gay, right? He's gay, right? Yeah. Oh, She's a big queen. You should get her. Oh my god. What about Adam Lambert? Do you like Adam Lambert? Because I think that new Ghost Town album is like one of like is one of the best albums out right now. It's amazing. Sounds Actually, great. Mark Vogel, I've never asked yes. you so who are some of your musical influences, saying that you're like a little bit a year or two older than Matt. Um Yeah, a couple of years older than Matt. Um well, I was a big big Beatles fan. The Beatles Beatles, a lot of influence from their writing. Um, you know, I was a concert kid, so I, I go really old school with the classics of Mozart, Beethoven, and take a lot of my melodies from those days, believe it or not, which I, a lot of pop people actually can do. Vocally, today, I'm a big Jesse J fan. I'm a big Christina oh Aguilera fan. Oh, my gosh. Fan. Who You Are is the, one of the best songs ever in the freaking world. Yes, absolutely. And absolutely. what about that and song way, that just... That, that, wait, wait, that song that Jesse J does, it goes walk, 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 and it talks about like everybody who treated her like shit when she was like growing up. And then all of a sudden, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. What's like, I can't think of the name of it. That's a great I know, I song. I also, a, Mama, uh, Mama knows best is also an amazing vocal, oh, phenomenal song. Phenomenal I love it. song. Who do you think you're yeah, kidding yeah. or something? It's called or something like that. Oh I yeah, it's, uh, yeah. God, what is the name? I'm bad with titles. Anyway, everybody needs, to, like, listen, everybody write, needs to listen to Jesse J. Jesse J is freaking awesome. I fucking awesome. love. Awesome, <laughs> I love her. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's the best. Okay, how about, She's the best. So, Matt, do you know, do you like Jesse J? I love. Her. She's my favorite singer, actually. <laughs> oh, there we go. See, we have a yeah. Consensus. And actually, Shane, you got to hear, you gotta hear Matt, Matt. Matt can sing Jesse J too as a dude, and it's amazing. I freaking like. Love I don't want to sound stupid, but who is this person you're talking about? Um, actually. <laughs> Uh, Who's Jesse Actually, James? when Shane did her first Rocket Like a Redhead tour, she covered one of the Jesse J songs. Yeah, so you yeah. know it. Which song was it? it? Which one was uh, it? Who You Are. Who, who You Are. It's a pretty song. Yeah. I love, I love her album, by the way. Uh, Shane's album. Shane? Yeah, we got a, we're sitting at number two on the indie channel still. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised. You know, she's a, I, yeah. we love her, I love her like my daughter, you know. I'm very close yeah, to she's Shane. Amazing. Oh, I'm very close. Oh, it's called Who's Laughing Now? Okay. Who's Laughing Now? There you go. And, you know, not because I love Shane, but Shane's really got a great voice. 
It's so unprofessional. I, I know. I'm playing everybody, everybody has to listen to this song. Not right now. They can hear it. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Jesse J's freaking awesome. I swear, okay. if there were building blocks, he'd be playing blocks. <laughs> like a kid, 12-year-old kid. Okay, so... so well, I want to ask him some questions okay, now. Go. What kind of a life do you have? Where do you live? What do you do? Where do you hang out? Are you a club kid? Do you love dancing to that stupid music that never ends? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I am. <laughs> no I music. Is boom, 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 boom. I did three days of it in that magical weekend, which, by the way, I had a ball. I got to tell you, it's a blast. You should come. You would love it. Why don't, why don't they get people there to sing? Because they only want DJ music. Screw that. They could get talent like this. Know, they, they rock the joint. It's, not, it's known as a DJ weekend. Oh, DJ biggest weekend. World's biggest DJ weekend. Meanwhile, for three days, constantly. So you didn't let him answer the question. No, but wait, I'm on a roll. Go. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I do agree. After a while, after three days of the same, you know, EDM stuff, it does get old. But it is fun for a small amount of time. But I really do. I love going out. I actually live in um, West Hollywood right now in LA. Oh, yeah, I love West Hollywood. It's awesome. Oh, do you know Ricky Rebel with the blue hair? Actually, we should introduce you. You'd probably get along good. He he used to be in a, a boy band called No Authority, and now that opened for Madonna and all kinds of stuff. And now he's Ricky Rebell. He's got blue hair. He plays a lot in West you Hollywood. You gotta know him. He's, he's done, and, he uh, writes an article for Fashion Police Yeah, he's magazine. on the Fashion Police. He's the Fashion Police for Us magazine. And he lives there someplace. He's Ricky got blue Rebell, hair. He's, got he's really cool. We should, fabulous well, I'll introduce you on Twitter. I'll introduce you guys on Twitter because he age. plays he's all over the place, and he would be a great person for you to open for. And uh, he, and he he's plays shows kid. all over the place. And he's a kid like you. Yeah, he's not really. He just looks really young. He's fabulous. We love him. You know, he's yeah, a guest we've had him on the show a bunch of times. He's yeah. really cool. You would like him, though. And your music styles are, are a little bit similar. And, and, uh, and he's as cool as you are dress-wise. I mean, he's like fabulous. He wears these outrageous outfits. He's like the toast of West Hollywood. How could you not know him? <laughs> <laughs> there's still a, there's an age gap there. Well, well, you know what it is. He's a, he's, he's a gay club uh, idol. So all the gay guys at the gay clubs in West Hollywood love him. They know him. So I guess that's it. But there's a big age difference. Yeah, he's think, very young. You're, Matt, you're very young, right? People know I am, yeah. Are you, old, are you old enough to go into clubs yet? Yeah. <laughs> Just making sure. I didn't know. You never no, know. No, he's not. He's not, right? <laughs> Got a fake ID. <laughs> okay. No, I didn't think you were. You're like 20 or something, or 19 no, or 18. He's, a, he's 18 years old. Let him stay 18. The kids will learn. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, you're gorgeous, so like you're gonna have all the cute guys, all the cute girls. Everybody's gonna like love listen, you. Listen, listen. Shane Shane Layton is 63 years old, and we keep <laughs> she's 19. She's probably listening. I love my Shane. That's Where is funny. she now? That crazy redhead bitch. She's in the check. So. So she's on. in the chat room? No, she's in the Czech Republic. Oh, she's still in the Czech? What the hell is she doing there? She's coming back soon. <laughs> she's anyway, got to come home and go to work. So listen up, everybody. So here's what I want to do, you guys. I want to play. We're going to play the song More to Remember. Tell us a little bit about the song while Chad's getting it ready, and then we're going to play it for everybody so they can hear it. All right. More to Remember, I wrote when um, I actually went to Paris with my two sisters. Um, we actually were traveling all over Europe, and... Um, it was right when I graduated high school and I just wanted to be free and be myself and figure out who I was and I wanted to live my life the way I wanted to, not the way other people wanted me to and that's really what it is. It's like, <laughs> you'll remember life that more when, when you do things you want. So that's really what the song is about. You got smart and thinking so for a kid. Mr. Mark thinking. Vogel, did you produce this one? Yes, I did. 
Okay, so I'm just trying to keep you in the loop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, so Chad, do you have it ready? Hi, Captain. All right, so how about Matt? You introduce it for everybody, and then we're going to play it. Hang on the line, and we'll talk about it once we get back this so everybody can hear it. All right, this is my song, More to Remember. If I think about a positive future And forget about the bad parts of the past This was our last day Last day And I wanna make it worth it, baby Cause all the I'm going to make one simple statement. You, my friend, are going to be a big, big, big star. You've got a sound that's unique. You've got a voice that can hold a note, thank God, for a change. Somebody can. 
and you, doesn't he can friggin' sing? Would you believe it? Who wants a singer? Hello, uh, this kid is flying. This kid, when he's out there, yo, you got you got to get him out to the public. They're gonna go nuts over him. Not even the kids. Yeah. I like him. I like his music. Yeah. I dance in the club to that. Yeah, I think stoned. Yep. I think I hit a wide, I hit a wide range of ages for him. Yeah. Trust me, if I was in Revolver, not was the clubs in West Hollywood. Revolver is that still there? I wonder. I don't know. I don't. I never. Been I used to hang out at Mother Load, but across the street there used to be a club called Revolver. It was in the bank. It used to be a bank. Anyway, that was our disco club. Disco. <laughs> Do you love it? Disco. <laughs> Nobody uses that word. Anyway, if I was in a club at my age with a couple of drinks in me, I'd be out there dancing to your music in a second and loving it. Mm. It's club music. Love it. Like love it. Love it. Love it. There you go. Awesome. Really, truly, I do. So actually, everybody likes it in the chat room. They're saying great it's tune, good. nice arrangement, great production. Yeah, you're gonna be. Remember me when you're a star, you little bitch. If I go over and say, oh, "Don't snub me," because I'll knock you right on your ass. You know, in two minutes, I'll punch you right in that face and cut your hair. I'll cut your hair right to the root. I'll, actually, though, I'll I, fix your ass, you little punk. I, I I think it's really cool how well well put together your whole pr presentation is. The music sounds really good. He's um, totally the, fabulous. The pictures sound good. I'm really happy you finally followed me back on Twitter because I. I was going to bitch slap you if you didn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> totally, he's totally put together perfectly. He's packaged beautifully. Now we've got to get him out there to see so people can hear him, see him. This kid's got it. So tell me, what's going on with you? Like, you, I, I think I saw you tweeted you have a show or something. I don't know if I missed that. Did you already have the show or are you getting ready to have a show? It's actually this, um, this Saturday with my, oh. uh, my friend Blake. Where, and like I play in a band with... Um, well, they play my music, but we're a band, <laughs> so that's what it is. Um, yeah, it's this Saturday at um, eight o'clock at Surf Dogs in Huntington Beach. So okay, a, a small fan base down there already. So Jimmy and I are going to be in Palm Springs for the entire winter, and yeah, so you're going to let us know where you're appearing. Yes. And we're gonna tell everybody <laughs> where it we'll is. get everybody to come. We'll, and come we'll cover get everybody it. to come. And I wish you could get a booking in Palm Springs because I think you'd go over mm -hmm. really big there. Winter winter season, you know, everybody that's anybody is in Palm Springs. That's well, where you, you want to be. I'm going to give you a, a hint though. Now this is like um this is like advice because you're going to start doing a whole bunch of interviews. So when you start doing interviews and they want you to introduce your song, you got to do it like with a lot of gusto. Instead of saying this is my song, you got to say, Hey everybody, I'm Matt Davis and this is my new hit. You know, more to remember. I hope you guys like it and stuff like that. And, and get real rambunctious with it and everything. Like, and, and then you have to say, and if you don't like it, screw you, drop dead. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fans. That <laughs> yeah, people like it when you tell it like it is. Because I think the music yeah. is really good. Um, I know you have a Twitter, everybody. You guys need to follow him at Twitter, at Matt Davis Sounds. And you need to... Um, like his Facebook page. He has a lot of likes on his Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Matt Davis Sounds. Is there an actual website too yet or no? Not yet. Uh, it's um, www.mattdavissounds.com. Oh, <laughs> really? It, yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I thought I tried to do that today and I thought it was like some old person came up. Now, what is your ethnic background? <laughs> There's so many <laughs> It's hard to find me sometimes. <laughs> no, what is your ethnic background? Uh, I'm Italian and Spaniard and a little what English. <laughs> Hundred percent Italian. That's where the talent and the looks come from. The Italian. Yeah. <laughs> not that I'm not that I'm biased or prejudiced for our own, but Italian. Italians love to sing. We're great singers. Not me anymore. My voice went south. But um, you know, when you get old, your voice chords change. So, so go back to like. Okay, so the EP. Do we have a date yet? Do we know when the EP is coming out, or is this is just the, that was the first single that's going to go out, right? Yeah. Um, no, we don't have a date yet, but. It's, 
Yeah. <laughs> we, we, just, we, just, we, just, we just got everything mastered. It really just happened this week. So we're ready to go for it. And also, he's, he's, he's green yet. He's new. Give him a couple of years. This kid's going to be a star. He's going to spin it like nobody else could spin it. Oh, absolutely. It. He's going to. You know, right now, give him a break. Let's talk about. So what, where do you like to go? Like, what hobbies do you have? Like, what, what could all the girls swoon from? Like, do you like to go to dances and, and, and make slutty girls or pretty nice girls? What do you like, sluts or good girls? <laughs> I don't think you. Uh, Are you gay? <laughs> what? Okay, so what kind of guys you like? Hot butch guys or silly fairies? <laughs> right? I hate silly fairies. Don't you? Those little queens. I want to spit smack them. Where they walk around, they get bitchy. They go, "Oh, Mary, stop it! You're giving me a fucking headache." Those queens, I step on. I hate them. I never liked, I like regular, you know, straight acting gay people. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. <laughs> I you hope just, you're gay because if not, you're insulted. But anyway, let's leave, <laughs> let's, let's leave the ball in the air. This way the guys could drool over you and the girls could drool over you. Let everybody drool over you because you're droolable. There you go. I think so too. You're cute as hell and I think you're sweet. So That's what I've, seen him on, I've had him on stage. Let me tell you, everybody goes nuts over him. I believe yeah, it. Well, you could see it. He's got that innocence. I hope he never loses it. He's got that sh cute, shy. You know, he's not coming off like those that jerk off that thing that won the award. Oh, I hate him. That thing, <laughs> that, all that money. The one on that stupid show you watch where, where they vote on people who can't sing anymore. Those awful singers that come on. What's it called? I don't know. What the show you love so much. American Idol? American Idol. One of those crappy shows. They all get up there, these nobodies, and they act like they're, you know, Peggy Lee. <laughs> Not that he knows who Peggy Lee is. <laughs> but I, couldn't, know. I couldn't think of a... Let's just ask anyways. Does someone your age, have you ever heard of Peggy Lee? Um, yes, but I couldn't put a face to it. <laughs> no, okay, I think wait, I read wait. in your bio, Etta James. You liked Etta James, oh, right? Oh, Etta James. Forget about it. Who doesn't like Etta? Well, Etta, she's gone. <laughs> but who didn't like Matt, Etta? Matt, what, when Matt, I first had Matt on stage, the first song he sang live in front of a huge audience was that last. Yeah. Well, forget about it. He's, he's got a beautiful voice. He could do it. Because I used to did. sing that song once, believe it or not. Not anymore. But uh, yeah, your voice changes. Enjoy it while you got it and you're young. Now you threw me off. I was going to say something to him. Um, yeah, keep, keep the innocence. It works with you. Uh, don't ever get cocky and arrogant like some of these young punks you see. They come on TV and they act who the hell they are. You know them today, tomorrow. Who? They're gone. Uh, keep this nice... I like what you've got. The smile, the innocence, the, the, the freshness. That's the word, fresh. You don't look beat up has been or Hollywood destroyed <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. No, I think he's that's a good, a, I think he's that's a good true. kid. Yeah, I he, think but that's you know, true. This is what I like about him. So that's why like older people will like him as well because he's, he's like, you can want him to be like your brother or your son or some big old Queens will probably like it to be their lover, but you know, well, I think, I think it's really cool because you have such big, like, I think you do come across as kind of like shy and innocent, but not when you actually sing. And no. I think you Singing come across very, very bold when you sing. Very sexy. You know, you go for notes that, like, a lot of people would be terrified to, like, go for. Right. Um, kind of like a, like a young Adam Lambert in a lot of, like, ways. Uh, but the good thing is you hold those notes. I tell Jimmy all the time, I hate these yodelers. Today, everybody, oh, I hate that. I can't stand it. Singers should hold a note. That's why it's called singing, not yodeling. And actually, everybody in the chat room, his Twitter is Matt Davis Sounds, M-A-T-T-D-A-V-I-S-S-O-U-N-D-S. 
Awesome. Everybody in the chat room actually really liked it. So, so everybody, listen up. So you can't get his music yet, but you will be able to get it soon when it's available. We'll let everybody know. We'll probably bring maybe we'll bring him back with the whole band, and we can do like a band interview. And um, yeah, I'm gonna bra- I'll, I'll brag about his band in a minute. They're great. They're young. They're good looking. And you know, I work with John Samuels full time, and we have John Samuels' nephew as his drummer, and they work so well together. The band is great. There you go. What's, what's your fan page? It's uh, facebook.com slash Matt Davis Sounds. Do that slowly, Jim. Facebook.com slash Matt Davis Sounds. And it's also on Twitter. It's Matt Davis Sounds. Okay. Yes. Everybody out there, if you like him, go on his fan page and give him a like. The kid needs inspiration. He needs to know. Actually, that he's, he's got like a lot of likes. He's well, got he, a big You fan never base. have enough likes. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy has like 12. I have like 30,000. Well, I got more than you. No, you don't. I've got more than you. Oh, are you on Periscope, Matt? Everybody wants to know if you're on Periscope. You should do that, no, too. I, I'm not really sure about Periscope. Oh, is that the live streaming thing? Yeah, you yes. need to get on yeah. Periscope. It's I'm about to get on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, get on that and follow me. I'll follow you back. Yeah, you definitely need because you, especially like even things like now, you could be periscoping this, but even you can sit around, talk to your fans. I, Periscope will be the next biggest thing, and it's going to blow up everything. It's owned by Twitter. Yeah. And, and uh, it's not so bad if you go to the beach, do it in a bathing suit. <laughs> Trust me. Well, Tab Hunter did that. Well, he's not who Tab Hunter is. And he became famous. <laughs> From his bathing suit. <laughs> so everybody, listen up. Besides Matt Davis, following Matt Davis Sounds on Twitter. Go to Facebook.com slash Matt Davis Sounds. When his music's available, we'll let you guys know. Also, if you live in the New York area, you want to go see Happy 50-ish. Yes. It's the Midlife Crisis musical comedy at the Beckett Theater on Theater Row. Um, we're going Saturday night. The official opening is on Sunday. It's 410 West 42nd Street. Stars Lynn Shore and Mark Vogel, the guy who's on the phone right now, who actually uh, produced, and he's a great, 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 great talent. And we want, if you guys are here, how come we're not going opening night? We're going Saturday. If you're in, if, if you're in New York, we just found out a few hours ago, uh, they do a thing here called Broadway and Bryant Park, and these we have the big Broadway shows up there. And this next Thursday is Broadway and Bryant Park starring the cast of Matilda and some other big shows, and they just invited Lynn and I to sing into the concert. Oh, congratulations. Terrific. Very good. That's yeah. awesome. He's on his way. Um, no, that's yeah. Oh, Mark. That's big Mark. deal. He's yeah. in L.A. and Mark's in New York. Well, he could be in New York right. in a minute. I mean, you know, there's a thing called an airplane that takes you across the country, Jim. Come Matt's with. actually coming. Matt will be there. Matt's going to come in for the concert. Yeah, I'm going to come. Oh, there you go. Oh, so when are you, when are you coming in? Oh. I'm coming on the 27th. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. Listen to me. Never marry an old queen. Trust me. They, they get you crazy. Get a young one like yourself. Married to this old guy. He's making me nuts. <laughs> Listen to you. So anyway, you guys, go see Happy Fishy 50th. 50-ish. Uh, definitely follow at Matt Davis Sounds on Twitter. Matt, we want to wish you all the luck with everything that you, you got betcha. going on. You're fantastic. You're a superstar, and, and we wish you the most success and hope you just take over the airwaves. And I'm your fan, and I'm going to tell people. There you go. So we want to thank both of you guys for coming on, everybody. You guys, Mark Vogel will be on next week uh, on the show, actually, but we'll be able to see him because he's going to be coming on to promote Happy 50s. Well, when is his album coming yep. out again? It's not coming out yet. We don't know. When? I don't, we don't know Well, yet. his manager's on the phone, doesn't he know? No, he just, it, just, it just got mastered, so they don't know when it's coming out yet. Yeah. Oh, I want to put your Very album in Clark. And that's like an academy. I have the songs that's anyway. That's an academy I award, have the songs. you know. That's right. I have the songs. Jimmy, we got the Anybody's music that plays in my car, it's like an academy award. Because we have millions of people that come on the show with music, you know, and I only picked very few. Sure, sure. 
for my car. Oh yeah, he actually that's good. And he liked the tramps too, so that shows and he likes Shane, so it shows that well, Mark Shane, Vogel Shane Shane is like it shows that Mark Vogel though has has it going on because he's the yeah, one who wrote but all that. Shane stuff. is a joy to listen to. Please Shane hits notes that Barbara Streisand wishes she could hit. Not <laughs> <laughs> when she's a hunt, she's seventy four years old. She can't hit notes anymore, Barbara. She gargles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got to go. So, Matt Davis, thank you so much. Mark Vogel, thank you so much. We'll see you Saturday. Thank you, guys. Good luck with everything. Thanks Bye, for coming Mark. on the show. Bye-bye. 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 Yeah, he's a cute guy. Nice. Everybody liked him in the chat room. You know, he's got him. nice music. I like it. Different sound. I'm so happy with different sounds. I'm sick of everybody that sounds like the other one. You notice today? Absolutely. Everybody's copycatting everybody. They sort of do it almost as if they imitate them. Here, this guy's got a, the guts to go out and give a sound that nobody else has. Absolutely. And it's an interesting sound. It's kind of haunting in a little way. Also, we got Sharon Leah came in the chat room during that last interview. So we're just giving a shout hey. out to Sharon Leah. A hey, shout Sharon out to Cindy Leah. Lady Lake. You guys, make sure you follow at Cindy Lady Lake Music. Wait, no, at Lady Lake Music on Twitter. One of the greatest music promoters probably like in the whole world. Everybody follow her. She's, a, she's just fantastic and we love her to death. And uh, Goddess, thank you so much for tuning in. Goddess, we love you. You're fabulous. And we got three minutes left. You got anything you want to say? Yeah, well, I'll talk to Goddess again. Goddess. She's, I think she's getting ready to leave soon. No, but. don't leave, Goddess. Tell us, what are you wearing? <laughs> Goddess is wild. I love her. She's wild. She's probably a guy, you know. No, she, 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 <laughs> yeah, that could be a guy, a drag queen. <laughs> Chad, tell us about the time you dated that girl. You found out she was a guy. No comment. <laughs> Listen to you guys. <laughs> Meanwhile, we never asked poor Chad. Oh, wait, you guys, hold on. Irish Ginger, too, you guys. Uh, Irish Ginger's show is Fridays at 4 o'clock, and she has a new website, irish ginger.be. www.irish uh, ginger.be. So check it all out. She says she showed you her picture last week. No guy here. And um, uh, So what are you wearing anyway? Maybe the guys would be interested in knowing. She says you're great, even though you just totally called her a dude. <laughs> That's okay. I don't know. Hey, you don't know today. You know, look at that uh, Jennings. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris, uh, Chris Jenner. Make sure, too, you guys turn into the Daddy Bruce. Muir Show tomorrow, 2 p.m. on the uh, W4CY.com. And, Chad, what are you eating? Nothing. Uh, what, mm. did you, what did you eat? Dieting? Uh -oh. oh, in general, no. We have uh, chicken, teas. Um, what else is in here? Bananas, corn chips. Of course, all organic. But uh, that's about what I'm having today. And if you guys want some great, uh, great novels to read, go check out janeyates.co.uk. That's J-A-N-E-Y-A-T-E-S.co.uk. Her books are awesome. Yates. And if you'd like to see some of my old television shows, I just found out that I'm on YouTube and I never knew it. Go to Ron Russell. What is it? Just Ron I Russell? I think you can just plug in Ron Russell TV and Ron it'll Ron Russell up. TV. And there's a whole slew of me interviewing the great legends of Hollywood. They're very interesting shows. Go, educate, learn. One more so time. What do we search? What? Ron Russell show. Or Ron Russell Television, I, I don't guess. Know what the hell or you Ron can do Russell Ron television. Russell or Jane Russell, and then the interview will come up right. and it'll take and you to the site. you'll see all about everybody. Uh, I watched it last night and I was, before we went to the films, the movies, and I thought, Jimmy, that, Jimmy, that's very nice. I, I like some of my work, actually. And they got to watch it on his Roku, so we got to see it on a 50-inch big screen TV. Right. Uh, but I did like a couple of my interviews a lot. I thought to myself, gee, Ron, you, do, you can't when I don't curse and act crazy. Of course, I'm very sophisticated and I ask very sophisticated questions. You know, like, Miss Russell, what size bra were you in 1940? That's <laughs> hilarious. So it's all how about your alcoholism? And when you had your abortion, was it <laughs> oh, nice? 
It's hilarious. Those are the things I asked the stars. So everybody, like listen that. up, everybody, because we got to go. We're going to have a great, great show next week. We got the guys from Happy 50-ish coming on. We also have Jordan. Uh, now I forgot his name. But we have a great, great singer coming on from the UK. It's going to be great. We want to thank everybody in the chat room for joining us and everybody who tuned in live. We want to thank our guests, Matt Davis and Mark Vogel and Tommy Walker from Daredevil. Yeah, it was we a good show. We had a great show, you guys. Be. It was a lot of fun. Thank I you so it. much for tuning in. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. Bitch, I'm your one-on-one of me. Jimmy's top new celebrity. We'll take you out to Jimmy's house. He'll dress you right. Y'all feel like...